just have fun. Have fun and enjoy yourself. The gym is a fun place to be. Just go enjoy it and try and make yourself a better person. That's all you can really do. Hi, my name is David Lassen and you're listening to Built, presented by Fitbot. Welcome back to another episode of Built. My name is Michael and as always, I'm joined by the fantastic Jonica. How are you today? I'm doing good, thanks. I'm really excited about today's episode. We have an amazing conversation lined up that is sure to inspire our listeners. Absolutely. Today we're diving into a transformational story that's really close to our hearts. We're speaking with David Lassen. He's a dedicated user of the FitBot app and a member of the FitBot Facebook group. His journey from struggling with his fitness to making it an integral part of his lifestyle is absolutely inspiring. One of the things that struck me about David's story is how he managed to turn his fitness narrative around. This episode is a testament to the power of perseverance and the importance of enjoying your fitness journey. That's right. And I love how David highlights the features of the FitBot app that helped him the most. And, you know, his story really shows how technology can be a great ally when it comes to fitness. And let's not forget the candid discussion we had about aging, injuries, and recovery. It's a crucial conversation that will resonate with many of our listeners, especially those that might be dealing with similar challenges. Absolutely. So whether you're a fitness enthusiast looking for a little motivation or just curious about the power of technology and transforming lives, this episode has something for you. Sit back, get comfortable, and let's dive into David's inspiring fitness journey. Well, David, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I've been following you in the FitBod Facebook group for quite some time, and it's really great to talk to you in person. How long have you been using FitBod? I've been using FitBod since June of 2017. Were you a member of the Facebook community group right as you joined, or how long did it take you to find us? I don't know how I found it. I think I was just messing around on Facebook one day, but I didn't join the Facebook community until about six months later. It was January of 2018 when I found the FitBod community. It seemed longer. I was thinking about, I was like, only 2018. One of the things I like about getting guests on the show is to kind of dig a little deeper. So tell the folks what you do when you're not working out. I live a very boring life when I'm not working out. I go to work. I pretty much spend time with my family and friends. I'm a family person. And so family, friends, hanging out. I love to watch movies, TV. I'm always talking with coworkers about a new show. And what do you do for a living? For a living, I do human resources for the government. Again, very exciting. I wake up in the morning with a smile on my face, ready to go do human resources stuff. Have you always been active and led an active lifestyle? Are you athletic by nature? Yeah, I played baseball growing up, starting with T-ball when just a little kid and played every year in the spring for school, summer leagues, all the way up until the summer after I graduated from high school. After I realized I wasn't going to go professional, I still mess around with it. played a little bit here and there with some friends. But then I started playing more pickup basketball. I always enjoyed that. Get together on turkey bowls for Thanksgiving and go play some tackle football with friends. And so I've always been somewhat active. And then I even started using electives when I was going to college for, I took a lot of PE courses for electives. Um, Played tennis, again, basketball, took weightlifting a couple different times. And so it was always been something I've tried to do. It's just been fun for me. So what led you down the path to look for an app or to stumble across FitBod? And what made you decide to take the plunge and give it a go? So for years and years and years, had the clipboard, but it very cumbersome to carry that around, write everything out. As technology advanced, I was like, you know, there's got to be 
something online I can find that would allow me to input my weight, input my reps, and probably some sort of algorithm that's going to just organically increase the amount of weight that I should be lifting. Fooled around, downloaded a couple of apps. I don't know what they all were, but FitBod was one of them. And it just worked. Had everything that I needed. A lot of them, they weren't as user-friendly to start with. Everything just kind of flowed with FitBod and it just seemed to provide me the tools that I needed. You've been using FitBod for quite some time and it has evolved over that time. What are some of your favorite features about the app today? I got really excited when the plate calculator first came in. I remember being part of that and hearing the admin people put that on the Facebook group that, hey, we're going to add plate calculators. And I was like, yes, because weightlifting math is not always the easiest to do, especially when you get into like those really small numbers. I can do, you know, 135, 225. Those ones are easy. But when it's some of the in-between numbers, I shouldn't be having to do this much thinking in the gym. (laughs) That was one of the first ones I really remember being excited about. I don't use it as much anymore just because I've gotten so familiar with the weights and the plates. But the one that I probably use the most is for my Sundays is an active recovery like cardio day. And I have it as a saved workout and being able to go in there and just regenerate that workout. And now with the ability to go and update the weights, the reps, things along those lines. Like some Sundays I do it and it gives me a little bit more to do. Other Sundays I don't. I just keep with the original. And I have found that to be very, just takes my mind away from having to think about what I want to do. So saved workouts as well is it's an amazing feature. So as you're talking about the play calculator, I feel like it might be a good time for me to confess that some of my PRs <laughs> have actually been attained because of my miscalculation of weight. So sometimes I think that I'm good enough to just do it in my head and then I'm unloading the bar and I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> Riyadh, check on the plate calculator and realize that, dang, I lifted a little bit more than I thought I did. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the smartest person in the world. There's been times I was like, that's supposed to be this much weight. And I get done, um, again, going into the next set, supposed to be adding weight or whatever. And I'm like, oh, wait, I only did this amount when I should have been done this. And it had gone both ways. I've done extra and I've done less. And so it is a good feature, though, especially for people who are just getting in. It's hard to kind of go through and calculate that sometimes. It's one of the most handy features on there. Well, and it's so handy because you can customize the weight of the bar. There's different bar weights. It really is a super handy feature. Right. And it can give us pounds, kilograms or whatever unit measurement you're using is. It's very handy. I know people travel back and forth different countries and things like that. And it's, it can be useful for that. Put yourself in the mind of somebody that's just starting out in their fitness journey and they're picking up FitBod, what advice might you have for somebody that's just starting out? I tell people just to go and get familiar with different exercises, find out what you like, because I find lifting weights and exercising to be fun and it should be fun. It shouldn't be a chore where you just almost dread going to the gym. You want to have fun and go and kind of escape a lot of your problems. So go have fun and don't compare yourself to other people because everybody's on a different spot in their journey. You don't know what the person lifting next to you or on the other side of the gym, how long they've been doing it. You don't know what their struggles are physically or mentally. So don't compare yourself and have fun. It's fun to beat yourself up and make yourself in pain. I, I, there's something weird about it, but it brings satisfaction. So can I tag a question on to that one? Can you take us back to the beginning of your personal fitness journey? Because I think for all of us as adults, especially if you were athletic as a younger person and played competitive sports or pickup sports or whatever, there comes a point where it changes to become a little bit more of a solitary endeavor. 
And there's often a story that kind of goes along with that. So take us back to the beginning of your fitness journey. I remember I took a high school weightlifting class because playing baseball, I was trying to make varsity my freshman year. And I was skinny, scrawny, 5'8", five, 5'9", five, at the time, and probably weighed 115 pounds. And the coaches wanted us to gain weight. So I took one. And I remember uh, that following year, after taking a year of weightlifting and bulking up as much as a 15-year-old kid can do, the pitching machine hit me in the arm. And the coach made a comment about how you could tell that I'd been working out. And he's like, this time last year, I probably would have broke your offer. <laughs> and so that kind of served as some motivation. But with weightlifting itself, I knew I wasn't going to go professional in baseball. I knew I wasn't ever going to be good enough basketball or football or whatever. And I was in the military running, but all we could really do in the military is run, push up, sit ups. That's what we got tested on. And it was monotonous. It was boring. And I remember, so this is probably right before I downloaded the FitBot app, we had my ex-wife and I and my parents had gone on a transatlantic cruise leaving from Miami, going over to Europe. It was three weeks, three weeks on a cruise ship, lots of buffets, lots of nothing else to do. I put on some weight and I was up to about 250 pounds, which for me is the heaviest I've ever been. I've never been, other than high school, I was never really been a skinny person, but I remember coming home and just being so unsatisfied with how hard it was to tie my shoes at times or just sitting up, things like that. I was like, man, I got to do something. And I told my ex-wife that, you know what? I'm going to go to a gym. I'm going to sign up for a gym again. And she was like, that's fine. As long as you use it, I don't care. Go for it. And so I did. And this new gym had just opened up a couple of miles up the street from us. And so I just made an effort to make sure I went every day because I didn't like the way I felt more than anything. You shouldn't see stars when you bend over to tie your shoes. And then it just became fun. You know, you see a few pounds drop, you see your reps or your weights go up and it, you start to take satisfaction in that. And you just kind of build off of that and it becomes part of your daily routine. But how long did it take for you to start to see those results to reinforce that what you were doing was actually moving you in the direction you wanted to go? About a month because in a month I cleaned up my diet. I've never been, I mean, I've made some comments before in the Facebook community. I love to eat and I'm never going to have a shredded six pack or anything like that. And that's okay. But I cleaned up my diet a little bit and I saw those five pounds come off, then turned into 10 pounds. And after about a month, it was 10, 15 pounds had come off. I just felt better. People at work started to notice that I've lost some weight and that has a little bit of motivation to you. You'd like to be able to have people recognize if you're trying to make those changes. I wasn't advertising it, but to see people comment that they could tell I'd done something. It brought a little satisfaction and added motivation. Non-scale victories. Somebody at work notices. Exactly. I'm all about the non-scale victories just for the fact that I don't have the best diet. And so I don't weigh myself because I know I'm not going to like what I see. The fact that you go down a pant size or down another pant size or the pants that you had just fit a little bit more comfortably and I've been able to maintain that consistently about the last five, six years. I just use that as a barometer. How are my pants fitting? How is this shirt fitting or looking on me? You just take that and use that barometer on assessing where you're at in your, your journey. So you mentioned motivation and that's something that it's tricky. Some days you wake up and there is no motivation. What do you do on those days? Sometimes you do have to listen to your body. And if it's telling you to take a rest day, take a rest day. At one point I started to dread my Sunday recovery days, even though I was still going to the gym. I just turned down the intensity. And a little bit, just walk for 20, 30 minutes, just do something to get your 
heart rate elevated. But the biggest thing for me is it has really just become a part of my daily routine. I don't even really think about it anymore because I've been doing it for so long. I just know my kids know, other family members, coworkers know, Dave is going to go to the gym today. He's going to get his workout in and just do it because it's become a part of what I just do every day. But yeah, there are those days, weights feel heavy, you do lose motivation. You run out of pre-workout for those who take pre-workout and you just take a recovery day, a rest week. Sometimes your body does need just a break from the physical stress because lifting weights puts a lot of stress on your body physiologically. Immune system is going to break down a little bit here and there. Your body just needs to repair itself. The human body itself is an amazing tool, an instrument. And so you have to listen to it when it's telling you to take a step back. As we talk about rest and recovery, I know that you've recently struggled with an injury. And I'm just wondering if you want to share a little bit about that and how that's going and how you feel about having to take it easy with that. It's been a challenge. I've just noticed over the last few years, I've hit the wrong side of 40. I'm getting injured a lot more than I did when I was in my 20s or 30s. Been recently dealing with arthritis in my left shoulder and it's painful at times. I like to lift heavy weights and the pain that would come from lifting just with normal press lifts on my shoulder was excruciating. Had a cortisone shot back at the end of summer and that was phenomenal. After the initial week of that inflammation from the shot wore off, being able to go back and to do those weights, but I'd taken so much time off, my weights were down. I've delayed getting another shot. And so taking some ibuprofen, I'll take like one in the morning, one at night, and it has helped provide some relief for me to at least be able to get through the sets. I have had to modify some. I've used a lot more dumbbells than I do actual barbell because just the simple rotation of your elbows can take a lot of stress off of that shoulder. You might be using more of your triceps at that point. But getting that engagement with that muscle group on trying to work has been, it actually has been quite a game changer. And that's another great thing about the community is you can reach out and there's people with all sorts of experiences. Some people have dealt with the same injury and they said what was worked well for them. And you try to incorporate that. Now I know I'm not going to be a professional bodybuilder. I'm not going to be a professional powerless or anything like that. I'm only competing against myself. I can take a step back if I need to, as long as I'm trying to move those muscles and to engage them, that's really all that matters. But it does, it gets frustrating dealing with injuries and having to step back and let your body heal. I think that's the hardest part about aging. You spoke about being on the wrong side of 40. I don't think there's a wrong side of 40. I think 40 is when it starts to get good. But no, I think for me, the thing that I've noticed as I've aged with fitness is just the recovery. I can still work out really, really, really hard, but recovering from those workouts is a lot harder on my body as I seem to age. And so I think the experience that I've gained as a lifter, I like to call it some wisdom, is that I maybe need to take it a little bit easier and listen to my body a little bit better yeah. as opposed to pushing through those things that are telling me I need to kind of slow down. That's the wisdom that I'm hoping to seek. Yeah. And it's hard because the people that I've gotten to know in the gym or just in the community, because it is something that we really enjoy having to take that step back and to not do it on a day when we normally would, that's hard. Yeah. It is really hard to do sometimes. And so forcing myself to listen to my body has been a challenge at times because, man, I want to go. I want to go lift weights. I want to go do something. And maybe for a couple of days, I am going to go lift weights, but I'm going to lift light. I'm going to just cut the weights in half or 60% of what I would normally lift and just to move. Man, yeah, getting older, <laughs> and getting hurt is not fun. 
But don't you think the community is a great support for that exact reason? You can go to the page and explain how hard it is for you to have to pull back and to rein yourself in. And there's so many people there that echo that sentiment and encourage you. Yes. And that's what's great about the community is we're all just normal people. We're not professionals. We're not trying to make money off of anything with our expertise or whatever. We're just out there to encourage and to listen to other like-minded everyday people trying to strive for the same thing. That's to get a little bit healthier, get a little bit stronger through something that we enjoy. And being able to go to the community and put something out there on pain or the struggle that you're going through and to have somebody who's like, hey, I dealt with that recently. I did this, I did that. And it really helped for me. And sometimes having multiple people say the same thing, but with a little bit different spin on it, you can try because maybe what this person, person A did isn't going to work for me, but what person B did is going to work for me or a hybrid of the two. Because everybody's body is a little bit different. How we're going to respond and to react to different things is different for each one of us. That rings true for the app too. So everybody's body is different. They're going to respond differently. And the app can be modified to suit not only your body and your goals, but also the equipment you have at your disposal. We're mentioning the FitBod Facebook group quite a bit. We refer to it as the community. If you're listening to this and you're wondering what we're talking about, there's a link in the show notes. You can click that. It's facebook.com slash groups slash FitBod. And come on and join us. I was going to ask you about your approach to the community. I see you posting a lot of positive stuff. What motivates you to get in there and share your experience? Lifting weights is fun. And I think most people, when you're doing something you enjoy, you want other people to enjoy it. And you also tend to remain more positive when when it's fun. So being able to go out there and say, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and it's fun. Hopefully, all you're trying to do is encourage other people. And I've heard other people talk about they've been part of other fitness groups and they're critiquing, they're constantly body shaming or this or that. You don't see that in this group or with the app because for one, the app is modifying to what you can do. And we all like to encourage people to make gains, whatever they're doing in the app. So you post, hey, I got a PR. That's great. So that means your body is adapting. Your body is changing. And you want to encourage other people because again, this is genuinely fun for me. Share that enthusiasm. Go and be positive with the other people and help them encourage because a lot of them could be new or you don't know if they're struggling. Not everybody feels confident to post their struggles in the group. And we know that there's a lot of people who are just going to be going through and looking at comments and posts without commenting on it. And so if you could remain positive, you don't know who you're going to touch that day and to encourage them to just keep going along. I wasn't feeling like going to the gym today, but this comment let me know that I needed to go and do it. And we do see those comments every once in a while where I'm just not feeling it today, but I saw this post or I saw this comment. And you guys reminded me of what I need to do. You guys inspired me to go and do it. I know I sometimes, and I've seen this happen in the group, is sometimes people use it for accountability and yes. will say, I am going to get my workout in today and I'm posting here so that people, and people do follow up. People are invested in encouraging one another to be their best on that page. Yeah, such a positive environment that has been created. I never remember a time where people were criticizing other people. The only time you see that is when somebody asks, hey, how's my form on my deadlift or on my doing this exercise, right? And all the comments that I usually read are positive. It's like, hey, it looks good. Try and do this, try and do that. And people take that because they're looking for advice. Yeah, that's just something that's been created. And we have done a very good job of self-monitoring that, you know, every once in a while you do see somebody say something negative and for some reason they don't usually last long, but that's good because social media can be, it can be good and it can be bad. And I feel like this is a good place 
for people to go out and to post their accomplishments or their questions and get positive responses. I've noticed the group. I can't remember exactly, but when I first joined the group, I think we were less than 5,000 members. And I've watched the number tick up and up and up. And I've watched with curiosity, wondering if it was going to reach that tipping point where it became that negative toxic environment that so many other social media groups have become. And we're over 18,000 people right now. And I believe that the positivity is going to remain no matter what size we get to. And my favorite response when you were talking about someone that maybe is new and jumps on and comes out with something a little snide or a little bit crusty in the response, I love it when people say, you must be new here because that's not the way we roll in this group. And I've seen that comment come. It's self-monitored. Like you said, it's self-monitored and people want to maintain that positivity. And so it is very organic in how that develops. Oh, very much so. And such a good thing because you do, you worry about it. Again, it's kind of like that mama bear approach. We want to protect our own. And what's funny about that is how many of us have actually met each other in person? All things considered, we're spread out all across the world, country, yeah. world, whatever, but friendships that have been formed from just this community. And so, yeah, you're going to protect those that you have worked with and have known for a while. So again, I think it's in the rules when you first are accepted into the group that it's been so long since I've been in there, but it's, it is a positive environment. And yeah, to have that many people and to keep it that way, that's a testament to the active members in the group that anybody who gets in there and looks at and reads the comments and posts, it's positive. And so might as well stay that way. I want to believe the ethos of FitBod as a company has something to do with it. Arbella does a great job and the folks that tend to the group, they do a good job at if and when something happens that's untoward, the person is removed and that helps. But I really do believe that the goal that Jesse and Alan had in creating the app was to really help people. And I think that flows through to the group. It's really rare. Yeah, yeah, totally. And again, I remember listening to the episode where you interviewed them. And again, it's not like they're, they were professional competition bodybuilders or average normal people had a vision, created an app, fit their goals or the types of people that they, it seems to attract. It's, again, it's just we're everyday people going through the same struggles, trying to accomplish the same healthy habits. It's an amazing thing how this is just organically become this community and this app. That's great. I love it. I want to ask you about goals. So okay. you work out actively, you do take time off and you rest. That's good. What goals do you set for yourself and where do you see yourself in the future with regard to fitness and health? When I first started working out, I remember it's like, okay, I want to have a 300 pound bench press. I want to have a 400 pound squat. I want to deadlift this much, curl this much. Most of those boxes I have checked off. And so it's okay. Now I need to reevaluate, but is it a realistic goal at the same time? So I said earlier about don't compare yourself to other people. I still see like those 25 year olds in the gym and I'm like, man, he'd bench in this. I should be able to bench more than that. And so I have to remember, um, father time is not my friend right now. It's so I kind of take a step back every once in a while. I was like, okay, I'm probably never going to get to a 500 pound squat, but you know, I've hit 400 and maybe I can try and do 425 by the end of the year or something along those lines. I have to be realistic and be okay if I don't reach it because sometimes I'm going to get injured. And I'm talking mm -hmm. about that injuries happen. And so I have to be able to understand that I'm in there and I'm doing it. So I honestly, I would probably say my biggest goal right now 
is just to keep my, I don't want to say streaks, but just keep my activity level up, continue to go and to do something every day. So we did a program with post a lot in the groups for like the December and Squattober. I was able to hit my mark for Squattober. I got a 400 pound squat, but I wanted 500 pounds on my deadlift and I didn't get it disappointed, but I did increase it over what my previous one rep max was. And so I take that as a small victory. It is an accomplishment. I lifted more than I did last time. Okay, David, there's no room for disappointment here. (laughs) I want to give you the platform to share some of your numbers. Your numbers are impressive. And I think you need to share. What are some of the PRs that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, You know, it's hard because... Come on, brag a little. You're allowed. Brag a little. Again, you don't compare yourself to other people. I've said that a couple of times. But I do. I see other people and I know there's stronger people on the group than me. And so it's hard to feel that accomplishment. So I, I have a 335 is my one rep max that I've hit for bench press. Uh, that was previous to my shoulder injury. It's not there anymore. But so 335 for bench, 400 for squat and 485 for deadlift. You have Impressive. To be proud. Yeah. You have to yeah. be proud. I am. Those are definitely numbers that i never thought I would actually hit. There was a time I'm like, I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get that. But you get too defeated when you don't hit a number when you think you should. If you just stay the course and trust the process, you'll get there. So you said that the the diet maybe is the harder part for you. You've mentioned that a couple of times. I know that's your thing. But do you eat to support what you're doing in the gym? What things do you do with your diet to make sure that you're able to do the things that you want to do when you hit the weights? I do make sure I try and get a certain amount of protein. A lot of times I do fall short of getting that one gram per body weight, but I'm consistently around 150 to 175 grams of protein a day. The rest of my macros, people talk about counting, they don't really track them. I have tried to recently incorporate more fruits and vegetables. So what I look at is my blood work when I go to my doctor. How am I doing in my cholesterol, my blood pressure? Things are getting a little high. I know I need to make a few changes. I just try and maintain a normal everyday person type diet. I don't know if you guys remember, there was a time when my daughter got married this last spring, I was making comments about eating salad and I don't like salads. They're just boring to me. <laughs> but some of you guys make them and they look fantastic and they're delicious. I tried and I was so sad every time I finished one. I just, I'm like, I just want a piece of pizza. I will say I've allowed myself freedoms with food. If I know I'm going to not have the best nutritional diet for the day, I just try and limit portion size more than anything. I'm going to allow myself to go and enjoy a burger if we go out to eat, but I don't need to drink a ton of soda or anything with it. I can have the burger. I have my order of fries. Don't get your fries. Don't eat three, four pieces of pizza. Only have one or two and just learn to be happy with that. I've also been talking with a friend recently about my diet and they're like, when you eat, just slow down. Again, something having been in the military, you always were told to eat fast and hurry up and get in and get out. And so it became part of my routine. I'm going to hurry up and eat and get out. But you have to allow your brain that time to connect with your body, with your stomach, to let yourself you know that you're a fool. Just slow down. Take your time. Have actual conversations with people while you're eating. Don't just sit there and eat. And it's amazing what just those little changes have done. Again, I'm not trying to lose a bunch of weight or anything like that, but just incorporating some fruits and vegetables into your diet here and there. Have a banana. Have an apple for dessert. Does wonders. And getting those proper nutrients in your body, you're going to perform better. You're going to lift better because you're going to feel better. And so it is interesting how those things correlate with each other. I'm hearing moderation and mindfulness. Yes, very much so. That's still a challenge. 
It's still a challenge because you're trying to break for a lot of people. I'm sure I'm not the only person in the group, but breaking lifelong lifestyles and habits is not easy. That's probably been my biggest challenge is breaking some of those dietary habits that I've just created over my life. It's never too late to start. You can always just try and make one change a day. If you're going to have a bad day, just get back on it and try again the next day and just start stacking those days on top of each other. This has been a great conversation, David. I've really enjoyed learning a little bit more about your background and your approach to health and fitness. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap? Just have fun. Have fun and enjoy yourself. The gym is a fun place to be. Just go enjoy it and try and make yourself a better person. That's all you can really do. I think you're a great example of that to our listeners and to the people who know you as we watch you. I think you you keep things fun. You're in there, you're working hard, you're doing your thing every day, but you still look to maintain that element of fun. And so I think you're really living what you're preaching there. And I just want to thank you, David, for your time with us today, just letting us catch a glimpse into your fitness journey and sharing with those listeners who I know are going to relate to your story and find motivation from the things that you shared. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Like I said, talking about exercise is fun. Talking about lifting weights. It's one of those that you don't get a chance to talk to people very much. Most people are like, I don't care. Most people in everyday life. Sorry, I do work two jobs. Once I got a divorce, I got to pay child support, things like that. So I picked up a little part-time job. And I went in the other night and this uh, kid, he was probably like 18, 19, just walk in, get ready to start. And he's like, what was today? Was today chest day, leg day? And because everybody knows that I work out. I don't really brag about it. I'm not a bragging type person, but they know this is something that I do. And it's been fun because other people will start coming to you for questions, even though they know I'm not professional or anything. And it's just like, hey, I've been doing this and can you watch my form? And they'll pull up a video they took of themselves and they'll just ask you questions or they'll come to you for advice on different things. And it's, and you nerd out about it and I'll start talking about different exercises and it's like different variations of it that you can do. It's like, there's more than just one squat you can do. And I hate leg day, but I know how important it is. It's like foot placement, everything else can be vital to developing different parts. And they'll come in and they'll tell you about their experience in the gym the next day, trying it and how much it worked or didn't work. And it's just fun. Fitness is one of those things that the people that don't want to hear about it really don't want to hear about it. But right. the other people who want to hear about it, you can geek out on it all day long. So totally. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. Thanks, David. Thanks to our listeners. Check out the show notes at fitbod.me slash podcast for all the details from this episode. Download the FitBot app from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Use the promo code BUILT for a 14-day free trial. We'd love to hear from you. Leave us a comment and a rating on your favorite podcast network. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week.